Welcome to another fantastic episode of the post game where honestly, we're just pissed off. We're just completely pissed off at the tragedy that was the selection committee completely snubbing Notre Dame, completely snubbing Duke and completely snubbing Syracuse. It was bullshit across the board. Um, I don't know. We talk a little bit about the draft. We do all, all this other stuff. I'm so mad. I can't even think right now before we do anything. Um, you know, listen, Sometimes when I get stressed about Notre Dame getting snubbed because no one has been more persecuted in the history of planet earth than Notre Dame lacrosse players. That's a fact. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie, Evan. I went and I got, uh, got a couple of beers, maybe some tequila down from the local store and man, it would have been a bad day if I didn't have hang Hangobi is the official sponsor of the post game. Uh, it is the perfect balance of energy drink, energy drink, revitalization drink. You need it in the morning. You need it in the afternoon. Uh, it's a great mixer. It's great on its own. Um, Evan, why don't you tell the people about what's in it? Yes. Hangobi has six special, well, five ingredients in each can with a sixth special ingredient to get you back to the best you. Um, I use Hangobi. I actually just had a very bad Friday hangover, which I'll get into and like had to legitimately work, which I wasn't expecting. And I drank hangover and I don't know if it was my adrenaline, but I'm going to credit it to hangover that I got shit done on Friday being hungover, which is very hard in my old age. So credit to hangover. I am evidence that it works. Um, I got a bachelor party this weekend and I'm going to, I'm going to bring some down Charleston. Um, oh, great, great destination. I'm going to bring it down. Dish it. Oh, I guess I can't bring it if I'm doing a carry-on, though. Fuck. Whatever, I'll figure that out. Anyway, um, <clears throat> I mean, even when I come home Sunday, I'll need my hangover and, and I'll feel great. So it's a great product. It's all natural. Um, and it gets you feeling back to, to the best you. So buy hangover. Use promo code POSTGAME30 with your order to get 30% off. That's POSTGAME30 for 30% off uh, and enjoy. Dude, I like it as a hangover drink. I also like it as like a substitution instead of coming back and having an IPA when I already feel like a bag of shit. It's actually kind (laughs) of a tasty little like, oh, well, I might as well just have one or two. I agree. Like I have nothing in my fridge too. Like my fridge is Kona's and then water. So like sometimes (laughs) I'll see it (laughs) and I'll just be like, damn, like, I just want one of those just to like have, but I also want to save it for like times where I need to get back to the best me. So it's yeah. like, you know, it's this constant battle of, do I just have it for enjoyment or do I want to get to the best me when I need it? So I and, guess I order more. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually need to reload on the wake. Cause I, I like hammered some, uh, I actually had a, my, my first ever double banger. Uh, it was, um, yeah, it was the night after Notre Dame got snubbed. I just got like baloneyed by myself. Like just I'm good for like one or two of these a year where I'm just mad and I'm drunk and all I'm doing is tweeting. Like I'm literally my little troll, like dark room light computer just being a fucking loser. And the next I need day one of those. I had to have two hangobies uh, on the way to work. Wow. And then actually, like, I don't know if you've had two back to back. It it wakes you up. You're you're dying. No, I haven't I haven't had two yet. But but yeah. so wait, you had the uh the work happy hour on Thursday, right? Which was a welcome back into the no, that was the previous week. I went to the oh, Rangers 
I'm with Paul Urban. Oh, that's oh wow. Okay, that's yeah. right. So me and Cav met at about five. Well, I met a bunch of my buddies. Um, the Han brothers were legendary Rangers fans. Sam played um, at Bucknell. A um, bunch of different dudes. Cav met me, um, <clears throat> and we just we hit the ground running. Um, it was honestly so fucking sick, dude. Dude, like, it has to be one of the best uh, sporting events I've ever been to. Like we, our seats were fucking sick, um, worth every penny. They like it was a close game, but it was close and like it was two two going into the third. But then they like blew them out kind of in the third. Like they ended up winning five two. So like there were nerves involved, but there was enough of like yeah we got this and just like vibing in the arena, um, and we got hammered. I drank so I like that was my first time like really going out. Um I had like I we had a I think Cav and I were double fisting the the Miller Light Tall Boys for the first for the first period. Yeah. And for the second period, I went one Miller Light Tall Boy, one makers. And then I think for the third period, I had oh. makers. Um <laughs> I mean, then we went out after we were we planned the Rangers front office moves for the next five years after the vibes were incredibly high. It sucks because like after that, I didn't really do anything this weekend. I, I kind of chilled. I actually do. I put those curtains up right there. Isn't that a bang up job? That's not bad. I mean, for people wondering at home, you know, there, it, it looks, you know, perfectly straight. It's symmetrical the whole bit. Good job. Evan. But they're nice too. I picked them out. Well, I, my girlfriend and I picked them out together, but I was like, yeah, hey. I was going to say no one just, but I was like, out. what about these? And that's about as much as a pick out you can get. So hang on to that for, you know, yeah. bring that up three, three years from now. And then I hung them up. Um, so that oh, was, I do nothing around the house. Look at those curtains. Oh yeah. I'm all over it. Dude. I did so many fucking chores this weekend. And then like I hit my allotment and I just kept saying I did all my chores. <laughs> such a bum on Sunday. I was like, nah, I did my choice. But anyway, yeah, it was, it was a great night. It was as advertised. I was like, so fired up, like send it. We're not friends on Snapchat, by the way, which is weird, but I'm not, I'm rarely on, but maybe I was sending snaps. Like I started drinking like four in my apartment. Like it was great. They're now down bad. I'm going to game five because I need my support. That's what that's. Yep. I'm, I'm anchoring down at game five. Um, so yeah, my weekend was good. I didn't do too much, uh, after the Rangers game though, I was kind of hung over Friday and then, uh, yeah, I watched a ton of the Sopranos. I'm so close to finishing the Sopranos, but there's so many shows, dude. I got like eight shows in the works right now. Um, but yeah, I'll stop talking about me. How was your weekend? It was good. Um, so I'm officially, uh, a guy who was broadcasted on national linear television, which is pretty cool. Um, but it was it was this weird thing because okay so ESPN picked up the game and it was ESPNU and Fox Five and the CW and TSN Plus so it was distributed all over the country all over Canada like all these different things but as it happened it was like the big boxing night the big UFC night like primetime hockey all this shit was happening so it some of those lacrosse games like do you remember when the PLL draft I think was right after like game seven and they were like, holy shit, our ratings are unbelievable. 
it was kind of like that, but the opposite because there was nothing to like lead into us and all a bunch of other shit going on. But all that's to say we officially broadcast on ESPNU, which was pretty sick. And then like, I love broadcasting. Don't get me wrong. It does kind of suck to have to be in the office, like come Monday, because you don't really have a weekend. Like Saturday, I'm doing like running around, doing all this prep stuff, call the game. The game went really well. I thought that like ESPN name picking up would like dial things in. It was a shit show. Like 20 minutes before we were going live, they were like, oh shit, we have to shoot the open. We have to get this done. And we were scrambling and they did such a good job. Um, they, I did such a good job with Cooper that uh, we get ESPNU again on Friday, which let's go, maybe, dude. that's something that I might not need to announce, but whatever. Hey, I'm going to be on ESPNU on Friday. I don't know if that's whatever, but back to back national Indy. That's a big deal these days. Yeah, dude. I might, I, Oh, I'm going to be at the bachelor party though. I was going to say Friday. Yeah. I'm not tuning in. Sorry, mate. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) That's the the weird thing is, is like, I'll do this and people will be like, Oh shit. Like I'll cancel this happy hour to tune in. And I'm like, dude, don't fucking do that. That's weird. Like if it's convenient, and if you were going to have a lazy night, yeah. Yeah, I was totally thinking I was going to, you know, like get high and watch TV. So I want to throw it on. <laughs> yeah. Like sometimes my girlfriend, Brag, will be like, oh, yeah, like I'm rushing home after work to make sure that I see it. And I'm like, that's please don't do that. Like there has to be something better to do. Um, but with that being said, everybody tune in, please. That'd be great. Um, and then on Sunday, I had kind of, like we in the house, we have a washer dryer. That's the same thing. And it, it doesn't wash or fucking dry the clothes. Like it's terrible. All it does is make the clothes have like that gross, like stale water stink sometimes. So laundry is like a whole fucking process. I have to load up my car, drive to the laundromat and do that. So Sunday was just like chores day. Cause I kind of let laundry slip. Cause I was like, fuck, I don't want to go to the laundromat. Cause now it's a whole process. So I'm looking at a mountain of laundry. I'm looking at all this fucking trash around my room, like open envelopes on the desk. And I'm like, okay, I, I got to get it together. So dude, I, uh, oh. I have a story about someone who is currently in college. I'm not going to reveal who it is because it's partly embarrassing, but they were, they're, they're sophomore. They just finished their sophomore year in college. And uh they're doing laundry like they they just they're like you know last two weeks of sophomore year doing laundry and uh person next to him just like you know just putting the clothes in the washer putting the detergent putting the tide pot in guys like what are you doing like kids like what are you talking about it's like you're not supposed to put the tide pods there and the kid has been for two years doing his own laundry has been putting the Tide Pod in the <laughs> in the detergent in the, slot. In the yeah in the detergent <laughs> slot and not in the laundry. So he's just been like mixing <laughs> his dirty clothes around in warm water for two fucking years. <laughs> oh, how I insane mean, is that? That's an uh, innocent enough mistake. You got to tell me who that is. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll tell you off air just because. I, the shipper game don't fucking find them and can have that. But dude, it's so fucking funny. Like, just imagine being like <laughs> the person one, the person who sees you, and it's like probably like a sophomore dorm or like somewhere sophomore. Like, how long has this kid been doing this? 
And two, being like, holy shit. This person just knows like the war, like the most embarrassing thing about me off the bat. <laughs> uh, and I, I have to imagine he's walking around and he's like triple firing deodorant all day where he's just like, God damn, I can't <laughs> while he's wearing fucking clothes that have just been. I really wonder like, how, yeah, yeah, I know. So good though. Just a classic, you know, young kid move. Oh yeah. Just the dumbest mistake. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I saw, I, I went and did laundry and put the Tide Pods in the detergent slot, cleaned up. And then, um, and then honestly, it's kind of been like good little back-to-back rips because I got drunk and was screaming about Fire Donna, which we'll get into in a second. And then um, watch the Avs complete the sweep of the Preds last night. Kale McCarr, I know that's kind of like the low-hanging fruit to talk about. Guy's just fucking fun to watch. The way that he... I was talking to my mom about it and it's like, it's the way that he moves almost looks like a glitch in a video game where it's like, he's not doing it like anyone else. What the fuck is going on? And it's just fun to watch. I love a good sweep. I love when the abs are good. I'm starting to really believe, but here's my problem with San Diego, by the way, here's my leading up rant. There's a fucking lack of just sports bars here. Everyone is trying to be like the, oh, we're either a fancy brewery with no TVs or we're like a taco shop with a bar attached to it and all this shit. So I, I looked up sports bars, you know, one was not open on, you know, a fucking Monday night, even though it's Stanley cups and there's great sports going around all the time. And then the next one was like 15 minutes away. And so I ended up driving around and I drove 15 minutes there. And then there wasn't any parking except for like five blocks away. So I ended up going on this wild goose chase to find a sports bar only to go right back to my house and watch it with my Canadian roommates. So San Diego needs to figure it out as far as sports bar. Like you go out in Denver, you throw a rock and you're going to hit a place that's serving beer wings and sports on the tube. So I feel like I really fumbled the bag, not, going like not drinking and watching the Rangers the last like few games. Like I obviously went to the one game, but other than that, I've just been like in my apartment watching, watching it. And I feel like I should have got behind it. Yeah. It's, it's a double-edged sword. Cause then you're like, God, I did I really have to go out the whole time. So yeah, I, hindsight's 2020, whatever they'll win in seven. And then we'll yeah, fuck yeah. round two. Um. Fuck, I had something else to say and I forgot. So I will kick it over to you to talk. Let's talk. Well, actually, the weekend ended with probably the biggest slow point the podcast has had with the NCAA selection committee. I don't even know what their official title is. Should be idiots. <laughs> but, uh, you know, selection shows happening. I'm expecting Ivy's. I'm expecting Maryland. I'm expecting Virginia to host, but that didn't happen. And I'm expecting the final slot to be filled by an ACC team. And it was not. I am not going to talk on this before you talk on this because it is your alma mater. You have bled for this team who is the hottest team in college lacrosse currently. And they were wronged in the worst way possible, probably in the worst way in college sports history. Um, And that's not me being biased. So I'll kick it over to you for gut, your knee-jerk reaction to that. I was in a group chat with you, and it was uh, pretty lively. But then 
I mean, just, just go off and then I'll fill the gaps. Few times do I go to bed that angry and wake up even matter at the injustices that have been bestowed upon this Notre Dame lacrosse team. Fucking Donna, dude, public enemy number one. This lacrosse committee, I don't know who they are. I don't know how they became appointed, but whoever appointed them needs to be fired, sent to Bolivia and put, put in Guantanamo Bay. I could understand it if the reasoning was consistent across the board. But there's not because there's not really a criteria because they can just cherry pick random reasons to put teams in over not other teams. If they gave a fuck about the RPI, then Duke would be in. If they cared about good wins, then it would be Notre Dame or uh, it would be Harvard and probably Duke or Notre Dame. If they cared about bad losses, whatever criteria they applied. The fact that it was Harvard and Notre Dame means that they shifted the goalposts to make sure that Duke and Notre Dame were out. That in and, in and of itself is disgusting. The second part that I'll make is whatever criteria, if you can move the goalposts, there are a hundred different factors that need to be taken into account. And honestly, it just comes down to who has the best chance to win the championship, who has the heat, who is playing well, who on paper, on eyes, this, that, anything other than whatever fucking criteria they use is going to make a run and is deserves to be in the tournament, is in the polls, any poll. Everyone's bitching about, oh, media polls. Fucking take any criteria you want and apply it to the hottest team in the country. What pisses me off to know, like Bolivia, the, the thing that makes me the maddest is they're not taking into account, well, two things really piss me off. One, if you play potentially the most historically best team within two goals and are the only chance that Maryland had to lose all season in that two-goal game against Notre Dame, if that works against you, there's something fucked up with the season. Like if you were playing 2000-whatever yeah. team out, like 2007 Alabama, like when they started, or not 07, like 13 Alabama. If you play them within one point and take them to overtime, that should count against them. And the second thing, and this is the thing that disgusts me the most, Notre Dame's schedule. If you're one of those dipshits that's calling for Notre Dame, why did they only play 12 games? Why did they do this? Why did they do that? Hey, dumbass, here's a couple reasons why. One, we're in the middle of fucking nowhere. We don't get a road trip to any team. Budget-wise, we need to be very selective about who we play. The team that we choose to shit-kick every year is Detroit Mercy, and that's because Coach Corrigan makes a point to invite high school coaches out, Detroit Mercy versus Notre Dame. When Notre Dame goes to Detroit Mercy, he invites every Michigan coach possible. When Detroit Mercy comes, he invites every coach possible in Indiana. He does that out of the kindness of his own heart because he's a great guy and because Notre Dame has better values than your piece of shit school. Not Syracuse, not Duke not um, Virginia, but all other schools. And the second part is teams play too many fucking patty cakes. RPI, Duke's RPI was number seven. They're the highest RPI to not make the tournament. Why was their RPI high? Because they played a million fucking games against shitty- Highest RPI ever to not make the tournament. Ever to not make the tournament. So now not only do we have to, you know, talk about how fucked this committee is, but now Notre Dame has to be- you know, taking sacrificial lambs to the slaughterhouse that is going to be Notre Dame in the first five games of the season, because 
Our out-of-conference schedule being Georgetown, Maryland, and Ohio State playing those three games closely against three tournament teams, allegedly, Ohio State allegedly, but playing Georgetown and Maryland close now is working against everything, and now we're going to go back to probably scheduling NJIT, Cleveland State, and Detroit Mercy just to get the couple wins. It's, it's fucking disgusting. End rant. That was a great rant. I, wow. I, I mean – to me, the like the number one crazy thing is how can one conference send six teams to the tournament? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Like someone has like like I'm sure the ACC has sent five teams, but like those have been warranted. No one will argue with those five teams making it in. Like the fact that they already had five teams in, and they're like, oh yeah, let's put Harvard in too, is like outrageous now, and there I, wasn't a bubble team when the acc sends five it was like right oh, okay, that's what i'm that saying like it's like the top ten, their top five teams like they're they're probably they probably hit all the criteria like this was a like they they had to be in a room unless they're just scumbags and like we're sandbagging the acc from the start they had to be in a room like who is the last team that gets in and why and it had to be duke notre dame and harvard and they like manipulated the numbers to say it's harvard like it wasn't like you know, seeds one through five, it was the last team to get in. So it just makes no sense to me that, like, how do you look at that and say, oh yeah, like this, co- any conference cannot have six teams to get in. Like someone has to be bad. And if they're all beating the shit out of each other, who cares? They still shouldn't, they shouldn't have got in. And the argument, well, you know, Harvard has three wins against tournament teams and Notre Dame doesn't because I didn't put anybody in the fucking tournament. So like, obviously it's not tournament teams, but they're not the best teams. So that to me was super annoying. Next, the argument of the argument of the criteria with is like everyone's contradicting themselves because you can't possibly back up like Duke not getting in and say the RPI, and you can't possibly back up Notre Dame getting in and saying like the best chance to win the national championship. So, like, in no regard can you – like, Harvard doesn't fit in either of those. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, one way or another, if you're going all towards the numbers, some, I don't even fucking know how Duke's number seven in the RPI. Like, that blows my mind. But, like, if you're going to go by that, then Duke should have got in. If you're going to go by, like, I guess you could say they beat tournament teams. But, again, like, they're only tournament teams because of, the like, the selection. So, that's just, like, a moot point. So, there's just no – Harvard doesn't fit in any in-between. No, and, and even like Ohio like, State beating Notre Dame, like how much of a premium do you put on the February-March matchups versus how much of a premium do you put on what makes sense? But Brown Brown lost to UMass and is hosting. Virginia is visiting. Dale lost to Penn State, dude. I know. So it doesn't – like it makes no fucking sense. The, they literally built up their – like their status playing each other. That's not like you can't play each other and like that be it. Like why? Like why are they considered good? And like, it just makes no fucking sense to me. It makes no sense. Like, is Duke's loss to like Duke lost to Jacksonville? Is that their big? That's their bad loss. All they the other- had, they lost to Jacksonville. Penn. Penn's good. I'll totally admit Penn's good. Uh, Jacksonville. I guess Penn, Syracuse they is lost technically to Loyola their bad loss. Syracuse. Syracuse is their bad loss. Yeah. The other thing is, all the Ivies have fucking four losses. Like how are how are eight fucking six teams with four losses all getting in from the same fucking conference? 
It makes no sense. Um, the other thing I will say is criteria aside, if you can't admit that it's wrong after this happened, like you just do not, you don't know lacrosse and you don't know sports in general. If you can literally sit there and say, and, and that's, it's fine if like, you can even argue with me, like, I don't know the criteria, like the back of my hand. So if you can tell me Harvard should have been in because of the criteria, thumbs up. Now admit to me that it's flawed and don't say, well, the ACC is only complaining about it. It's only, we're only complaining about it because it's glaring. If it was fucking, I don't even know who, like, honestly, and I'm probably just saying this because I'm pissed off. If Rutgers didn't get in this year, I would have been like, what the fuck? I wouldn't have defended him because I fucking hate Rutgers, but I would have been just as confused. So it like, it's never been this big of a carve out, like, like a team getting fucked like this ever. So that's why we're bringing it up. And the criteria has been fine to get us to where we need to be. So it hasn't been brought up before, but here is a prime example of it being flawed. And everyone needs to admit that if you can watch that Notre Dame team or even that Duke team and tell me that Harvard's better than them, like you're fucking lying through your teeth. And that's that's period. So just admit that the criteria is wrong. I don't need, I don't need you to, I don't need them to meet the criteria. That's fine. I'll give you that. I don't give a fuck. Admit that it's wrong. The people who are still arguing that Notre Dame shouldn't be in and like, there's nothing wrong with the criteria. Pathetic. It's like, it's a joke. It's a joke. The sport's like, actually getting fucked by this like and well and let me just say like anytime me quint kesnich anish dickie v brady quinn are on the same side and, me. and evan and evan malloy are on the same side that's that transcends anything that transcends rationality it's like if if you're not on that and i tweeted out and i was like if you you get to choose right now are you on the side of rationality and are you on the good guys and then there's a line in the sand and then there's team dipshit and if you don't think that notre dame deserves to be in this championship or you know in the playoffs congratulations just admit that you're a dipshit and oh my god dude kyle devitt whenever syracuse wins next year whatever his whatever he loves when they when something bad happens to them, it's it's game over. He's like a bait, he's a fucking bait super. Beer. He's a bait super fan. He's a bait what a loser. Who gives a fuck? Also, fun like fact: the, the um, cover D three shit. This is bad for lacrosse. Like I don't care any way you spin it. The fact that they're not like we're not gonna get to watch the Kavanaugh's play or Brennan O'Neill play, and we're gonna watch fucking Davis. Rockefeller the third play for the 18th time in a fucking day. We have to watch Ivy League cross all fucking weekend. It's bullshit. I, uh, God, dude, it just drives me nuts. Fun fact, um, Jules Hennenberg FaceTimed me about three times that night. I answered exactly zero of them. I considered answering zero of them because if, if this happens and your first inclination is to be like, I'm going to rush and talk shit to the Notre Dame guys that I know, man, man, there was some buzz going around. So Jules, dude, that was the other thing. Call me. I, I saw people like Rutgers in 2016 would like a word. Like, because people are saying this is like the worst, uh, what's the word? I'm, what's, what's it called? Snub. The worst snub ever. And someone, I saw like multiple comments, Rutgers in 2016. 
I can't, the only person I can name on that team is Jules because like he won't shut up about it. I can't name one other person on that fucking team. I guarantee you, you could name Pat Cavanaugh on this team in 10 years. I guarantee you, you'll be able to name Liam Entenmann on this team in 10 years. Arden Cohen will probably be a 10-year pro. You'll be able to name these guys. And they didn't make the fucking tournament, and they probably could have won. Lastly, I will say, before the selection show, Duke and Notre Dame had top five odds to win the national championship, and they didn't get in the tournament. It goes again. It, it defies logic. Also, for the record, um, I know Charlon Beatties was on that team because we did. Uh, we called the game where we had to bring up when he graduated from Rutgers. So, yeah, well, he was there for like eight years. I'm sure he doesn't even remember yeah. 2016. And he had like 15 ACL injuries, so he probably wasn't even playing. No offense. Valid. Yeah. No, you you tore yours, so you're yeah. You're, you're, We're brothers, dude. It, it like. Man. And it, it's not getting better with age. Like I'm, I'm DMing some of like the guys on the Notre Dame team. Uh, some of them reached out to me. Some of them I just reached out and I was like, Hey dude, like I'll fucking DoorDash you some booze right now. Like you, I'll just say the word and it's not getting any, it's not getting any better. Like Eddie Glazner gets back from his honeymoon in South Africa, sick back, sick brag about getting married. Also, he was sending some sick videos of the lion that yeah, video and the rhino. Out. But hey, Andy Towers. Yeah, <laughs> but Jesus Christ, dude, it's not getting any better with age. It's not making any more sense. If anything, it's making less sense and getting me more pissed, like re pissed off. This is going. To I do be want brutal. Cornell to w- to win the national championship, though. You did. I want them to. I said they'd make the final four, and I've been rooting for them. And this is putting a really bad taste in my mouth. I cannot believe that that happened. And I fucking like. I think that, like, I think UPenn's good. Like, Yale's all right. But, like, I watch that, and I'm just like, it is not the same. It's Like, they're competitive, like, games. But I think think Duke would roll all of them but UPenn. Maybe not Cornell, but, like, probably. I I forget. I'm I'm torn, and and maybe – No, I think they would roll everyone. I think they would roll fucking everyone. And – I don't know. I can, I can only bitch about this so much. So I'll, I'll, I'll transition the conversation to what do you want to have happen in the tournament? Because this is, this has been extremely frustrating for me because my initial thought was like, I want the red wedding for every Ivy league team. I want a bloodbath. I want the Ivy league to go Owen five and I want to dance on their grave. And I want everyone to know that this is the dumbest decision that any committee has ever made outside of Yale because of Josiah. Thank you. You're my boss. And outside of Harvard, because I know people over there, but I want everyone, every one of these fucking Ivy league teams to lose. And then I was like, well, now I need to root for Virginia to win the championship because Holy shit. If the lone ACC representative for Pete's I'm taking that and I'm dancing on everybody's grave with it. Oh yeah, dude. (laughs) I'll tell you right now, I'm all in on the Wahoos. I'm Wahoo lying the entire fucking month of May. Like, if they beat Maryland, oh, my God. I'm already counting them beating Brown. Fuck Brown. I hope they kill Brown. I hope they literally kill Brown with this statement. And if you're a Virginia player listening to this, I don't know if we have big listening. Listening, This is bigger than you now. You have two national championships. You're probably not that motivated to win. You already got your rings. But you should be as motivated as you've ever been. Three-peat has never been done in any sport ever, for starters. And secondly, you are representing the entire ACC. This is bigger than anything. You're on the road. You're on the road in Providence, Rhode Island, playing Brown. 
That is ill. That's personal Ill. already. That's already personal. Lars better walk in there with the fucking wood stick and take somebody's head off off the bat. That's the first thing I want to say. And again, there it's disrespectful not only to your program, to the Conference of Champions, the ACC. So please, for the love of God, run the table. If they run the table, they will be my favorite team. I will even consider rooting for them against Syracuse next year if they win the national championship this year. There's a very real chance. Yeah. About There's a very real the chance they become my second favorite team without a close third. It's like Notre yeah. Dame and Virginia tied. Okay. All right. Let's go. Let's go, Virginia. Let's go, Cap. Um, Wahoo. Okay. So let's just go. Yeah. Oh, God, that sounds dirty to say, though. All right. Let's just go through the bracket, make some predictions, and then get the fuck out of here to the mailbag. Um, <laughs> Do we even care to talk about like Vermont, Manhattan, Delaware, Robert Morris? Oh yeah, dude. Don't disrespect the Mac. (laughs) All right. Hey, let's hear it. Let's hear Vermont, Manhattan. Who you got? I mean, I'm taking Vermont because they got Michael McCormick, AKA me and Placid, AKA someone who scored a goal that was better than the Joe Sider goal. Number 97 for the cats. Their goalie is pretty good. I can't remember his name. The Manhattan goalie is good. Krebs. And someone from his family tweets at me all the time about it. So I actually have like come to notice him. So I guess if you are a sibling or parent, keep tweeting at people and they'll notice your son or brother or sister. Um, so that's a good, um, that's a good matchup, but I'm taking Vermont because of the offensive firepower and they just won the American East. And uh, I'm looking for my buddy's cousin's name on Manhattan, just to shout him out. But I can't find it. Just a second. Just a second. God, he just keeps texting me about margaritas. Luke Patcher locked up Brennan O'Neill. He only had one apple when they played Manhattan. So look out for him to have a big day. All right. But Vermont's still going to win. I uh, I am all in on Vermont. And I hope Vermont slaps around Manhattan. Because in an, in an actual hilarious conversation I was having with Terry Foy, he was breaking down the Manhattan game that they won to get in. And he was like, yeah, Justin Malpicia. You remember when I sent to the group chat, that guy that was like calling Dobson a fraud and being a fucking idiot? Yeah. He's on Manhattan's team. So, of course. He's um, so, he's been like. Dobson in fucking 27 days the other day, by the way. That was fucking freak show. Dude, unbelievable. And, and so, this was the DM. Kind of crazy. You had the second best goalie in the MAC on the pod. Brendan Krebs has been doing what Dobson did this year for the past four years and is higher on the draft board. Funny Dobson didn't mention him probably because he's scared, like just complete lunatic. So I'm hoping that Manhattan gets bl- their back blown out. And then I'm going to DM and be like, yo, bet you would have done better if you had Dobson. Fucking idiot. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. But I'm Let- just like, mm, mm, mm. Um, the other playing game, Delaware versus Robert Morris. I'm all in on Delaware because I haven't met a Delaware kid that hasn't really popped off at the post game. Um, an exemplary post game team, strictly based off vibes. I have Delaware winning in overtime, partying their dicks off before getting absolutely destroyed by Georgetown. Yeah, I like Delaware too. Um, they have future Syracuse defenseman Owen Grant, who will be doing his fifth year at Syracuse. <laughs> <laughs> claiming him dude i mean that's a match in heaven come on come on owen come on over let's build the dynasty uh, owen but yeah i agree roll hens i've been a big hens homer if the hens got sisselberger from lehigh they would be a final four team i'll stand i'll die by that um but isn't sisselberger going to cuse is he 
<laughs> oh yeah, yes. So is Pat Kavanaugh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Tucker's fucking transferring. God damn it. Yeah, uh, that blows. Anyway, all right. Let's go to let's. Let, where should we start? Should we start uh, on the Maryland side of the bracket? Yeah, let's do Maryland Vermont. Maryland wins, right? Yeah, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say Maryland by 15. Got it. Uh, could you imagine if they lost? <laughs> How's it gonna be though? Oh, yeah. I would love it. Goals. Chaos. Um, all right, Brown, Virginia. I have I have Virginia by eight goals. I have Virginia by nine. And and like, I I really hope they're thing. angry. Like I hope they're fucking pissed off. Like I really hope so. That's actually a good question. If this, if you were on Virginia, would you be pissed off? Dude, I think this is the biggest slap in the face to like. I was saying I was an ACC homer. I was always an ACC homer. Like even when I was. Even in, when we were in the Big East, I was. <laughs> literally. Even like I always was like the best players always should get the, the best conference with the best players should always get the most credit. I'm like, I, I mean, I guess that's why this podcast is an ACC Homer podcast, but like, even when I was in it, I was like, that kid on Virginia is the best player in the country. Like I would, I wouldn't be like, Oh, fuck that kid. Like it's the best lacrosse. So if it was me, if I was the goalie for Virginia, I'd be like on Jimmy Craig level of focus to not allow goal. Dude. And I would, I would absolutely make it like an us versus the world. Like, yo, totally. it, we've been completely disrespected. Those big wins, they say, didn't fucking matter at all. Let's go absolutely cock slap every team that we play. It's insulting. They're not even seated, dude. They, they better beat the shit out of them. Oh, dude. That, so that that's a, I'm glad that you agree because, I don't know, someone was like, oh, yeah, you know, lone representative, this and that, like, doesn't really matter. I was like, that matters maybe more than any other storyline in the tournament. More than the six Ivy League teams, it's like Virginia is going to be playing with their helmets on fire, sliding high and late with the crown of crowns. So I mean, yeah, you always root for that. Like I was, I was pumped that I. I mean, it was tough to watch, but I was rooting for UNC against Maryland in the national championship because we. Yeah, but that was scumbag. Twice, and I was like, oh, if we didn't have to play Maryland when they were still fresh in the quarters, we would have won the national championship. We beat UNC twice, so yep. I myself that I have a street cred ring and yep. an AC. Watch, bitch. Congrats on the ring, yeah. Um, all right, we'll just keep going down that side of the bracket. Princeton versus Boston. Shout out Louis Perfetto, Manhasset graduate. He won most valuable player in the Patriot League tournament, which is pretty impressive with how many good players there are. But I'm shocked to see. I, like, was kind of snoozing on Boston. I, like, I was snoozing on BU. I didn't even, like, know that they were – in contention to win and they kind of rolled they had some like sick goals i saw so So they're 12 and four here's who they've lost to harvard by three they lost 22 to 15 to yale as a prank they lost to princeton 12 7 so you know oh they would have gotten an at large they didn't even need to win the patriot league dude unbelievable all these ivy league losses they should be hosting yeah they they should be hosting they should be hosting fucking Georgetown. Yeah. And then they lost to Army by one. So the five bowl game against Princeton, 12 7, keeping it close. I have Princeton. I, that's as good as that's as good as beating Duke, you know. Yeah, no, it is. It is. Uh, when nothing matters. Fuckers. Um, I have Princeton by two, but I have Boston wearing them out quite a bit. I, I have like a sneaky one. Because Princeton couldn't even make their own goddamn conference tournament and are still like number two in the R three in the RPI, whatever it is. Yeah, I haven't watched. They beat Georgetown. That's why. 
I haven't watched um, Princeton play like really once besides that one kid's goal that was better than the Joe Sider goal. That is better. On playoff teams, by the way. Uh, I'm going to take BU. Fuck it. (laughs) Got it. Good. Next game, Yale versus the Wagon. Intern cool at St. Joseph's. Who you got? Um, I'm going to take Yale out of – like, I mean, they're going to win. Dude, the kid Fort, I don't know his last name, but I just get my Yale buddies Fort. He's nasty. He can really sling the rock. Um, so – and I guess Brandau's good, but like I'm almost sick of Brand. I like haven't even seen Brandau play that many times. But and I'm like, out on him. There's an Ivy League like contingency on Twitter that just sucks him off so much that I like can't even get behind the kid, Shane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, like I think he's nasty, but whatever. But yeah, I'm gonna take Yale. And then so we have uh, on the other side of the bracket we have Georgetown versus Delaware. I still don't know how good Georgetown is. I feel like it's kind of just like, oh, yeah, they're number two. They beat everybody. But a Big East, they didn't play anyone. They lost to who they played. They're good. They're good. Um, They beat Notre Dame just barely. It doesn't even count, really. Yeah. Dude, they had like eight. I mean, it's all Big East without Syracuse and Notre Dame in the Big East. So what does it really matter? But they had like eight all Big East selections, which is pretty crazy. Jesus. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm taking Georgetown over the hens, unless the hens have Sisselberger. <laughs> unless the last second. Um, all right, so Georgetown's only loss was to Princeton. The only other team they played was Notre Dame. They beat Denver. Dude, the Big East was fucking garbage this year. Yeah, I'm surprised Georgetown's too. Villanova. God, I'm just looking at they the, were on the road. You would yeah, have thought they'd be on the road. And, uh, they only beat Harvard. Lehigh by three. They only beat Villanova by two. I have – boy, that, that changes things for me. I have Georgetown winning by eight instead of 12. So, <laughs> uh, all right, next game, Cornell versus Ohio State. This game fucking pisses me off because Ohio State. Who do you have? I'm taking Cornell by two. Um, I think they're going to ride and clear the ball better and dominate the face-off X because that is what my buddy Paul Chaffery coaches. <laughs> I have Cornell by five because I can't recall a time in recent memory in which Cornell was shut out, um, whereas I can in 2015, Ohio State got shut out by Notre Dame 9 to nothing. Um, and Connor Busick retired, so he has a uh, team brother on his side. He has a bunch of uh, really close friends rooting for him and giving advice. Cornell is the least Ivy Ivy to me. And maybe it's over Jeff Harvard. <laughs> okay. <Good one. laughs> for those, for those who are watching and that's no one, my eyebrows just went into my hairline after you said that. <laughs> what, what is a hairline? Okay. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Cornell's and, Ivy Ivy. I'll say that. Upstate bread in Ithaca. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd agree. I what's, mean, I'd throw Brown yeah. in there, if we're being honest. Isn't Brown kind of like Brown a not there. great? Aren't there some rough areas in Rhode Island? Okay. <laughs> Just right. that sentence. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm, now I'm done with that brand of joke. All right. In, <laughs> in this fucking game, Rutgers versus Harvard. The toilet bowl. 
This is literally the toilet bowl. Um, I don't know. I mean, this is like, I can't even think of something comparable. I guess it would be like the Bills and the Patriots playing in the AFC championship. Um, honestly, and this is kind of, uh, dude, I don't know. Am I rooting for Rutgers? Do I have to root for the Big Ten? Also, like, I love Jerry Byrne, and he got his team to the playoffs. That's the worst part about this all is, like, we should be happy that Jerry Byrne got his team to the playoffs, but at, there's blood on his hands. At what cost? <laughs> at what cost? A I'm soul for a soul. pulling for Harvard in this game. Like, if it's a coin toss and I'm and, and it's against Rutgers, I'm, I'm hoping Harvard blows the yeah. door off of them. Um, yeah, and Harvard can just lose to Richmond in the second round, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I like Jerry Byrne, Will Corrigan, Neil Hutch, like great guys, you know, granted this whole situation sucks, but their friendship versus Rutgers, I'm, I'm hoping Harvard blows the, the two biggest margins of victory I'm hoping for is Virginia absolutely stuffing Brown and Harvard embarrassing Rutgers so bad that no one brings up 2016 again, because what an insult to Notre Dame that we were compared to Rutgers in the first place. And now I have to relive that. So Harvard blow their back out. And then Harvard's opponent is going to be the winner of Penn versus Richmond. Who do you got? I feel like Penn is the equivalent of um, <clears throat> like that March Madness team that gets hot at the right time. And everyone's like, oh, this is like a sneaky good team. Like they're going to go on a run. Um, <clears throat> and I'm definitely going to take the bait for this round. Um, so I have Penn beating Richmond. But, dude, UNC was not good this year. But Richmond, first game of the year, played UNC close. And then they beat Virginia. So, like. They have some good – they have that Lanch, Lanchbury kid or whatever his last name is. He's he's a cerebral player. Um, their defense is shaky, but it's not like they're getting out-athleted, except for Sam Hanley. He's a good athlete, but it's not like they're playing an ACC team. I think that they could, they could keep up with Penn, but I have Penn mostly because of Hanley. I like the UPenn team. I think they're I think they're going to go on a run. And they should be in, so I'm not even mad at UPenn. I'm really not even mad at UPenn. I, uh, I, I don't know. I'm torn. They won the Ivy league. They actually won the Ivy league. Princeton is a five seed and wasn't even in the fucking tournament. Sorry. Joke. Fire Donna. Um, I have Penn winning because now I it's, it's kind of this tough, like if Richmond wins, then that could be used this. See, this is how fucking all messed up my own brain is. If Richmond wins, that could be used as justification by this corrupt committee to snub Notre Dame in order for like a team like Richmond or, you know, some other, you know, non-AQ bid at large bullshit. So I'm hoping that Penn wins if for only to preserve the good integrity that Notre Dame should get in over a team like Ohio State, uh, just to make sure that there's a little bit left, uh, you know, of that. So I feel like if there's too much chaos, committees will use that to justify other teams in the future. So that's my one, that's my one thing. Um, Damn dude, USA lacrosse just announced they're all Americans. Who, wh what are we mad about? 
Pat Cavanaugh being a second team All American. We're definitely what? not. And Brendan Nicktrin being a second team All American. Who Brand- was the first team All American? <laughs> Who did? Brandal. No <laughs> way. Yeah. Jesus. Third. Wow. Tucker Dordovic, honorable mention. That's. Oh. How fucking stacked it? Here, hold on. Let me go. Fuck. Nakai, third team. Entman, third team. Who the fuck? Oh, Dobson got second team. Wow. All right, yeah. Live react. Dude, you know what's swag is Zach Cole from St. Joe's got first team. That's fucking swag. Yeah, I love that. How is – wow, Brendan Curry got second team. I'm pumped about it. I'm just shocked. I guess Tucker's must be listed as an attack, man, and that's why he bumps down so much. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Curry. Let's go. God damn, dude. There's a lot of Maryland guys on this. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty good. Dobson. How? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you can shed some light. How good is McElroy from Georgetown? He's like, good. Is, I mean, is he, he that? He, is he, he better doesn't than have, Dobson and Eneman and all that? Yeah, he's definitely better than Dobson and Eneman. I see, like, <clears throat> this is what makes no sense to me about the All-Americans. And I, I love Brett Dobson, and I was arguing with him about this during the interview. And he didn't really have a good response because it makes no sense. But if you look at these lists, every player is like from a power school, right? Except for like, it's Maryland, George, it's the, it's the teams that are in the tournament. Except for the specialists are like, there's always a mid-major team, like a not like great team. Granted, like Zach Cole, yeah, is like the reason why they're there. But because you're playing the best competition, your stats may not be as good, but like you're penalized for that. Whereas like if someone had the same points total as Matt Brandau, which I'm sure there is, there's got to be someone with the same points total in like on a, you know, Jacksonville or something and they don't get first team, but like Brandau does. So that just never made sense to me. Um, so I like I don't agree with Entman being third team after playing through the ACC and playing Maryland and playing Georgetown. Like he should be second team because he was that good playing that schedule. And then give give Dobson third team. I'd be fine with that. But to me, it's always with the goalies and the Fogo. Like Adler had like a great end of the year. And he's an honorable mention All American. It's like it's kind yeah. of great. So also, wow, wow. the, the Maryland awesome. goalie like the Maryland goalies fucking. Honorable mention. Did you see the uh, the draft, by the way, with Snalkis goes one, Gray goes two? No, I didn't, but. Yeah. Damn, so dude. Chrome get yeah, Logan Snalkis, which, by the way, everyone's saying, like, Chris Gray broke the point records. Like, Snalkis was the all-time points leader for Maryland. Like, that's unfucking yeah. believable so I don't, I don't know. I don't really care. Arden Cohen to the Redwoods. Redwoods are going to be winning games seven to five. Uh, the Undertaker is officially going to be back. That's me betting all the unders for the Redwoods for the entire year. Um, I don't know. How much, how much do you care about the, the PLL draft in general? I mean, I care about it. I think it's the coolest thing about, like, I love when the college kids get in. Because I'm like, I'm way more invested than I care to admit. I think it's great. I, I like, it sucks like how many kids get fucked over because like they can't break a lineup because 
there aren't enough teams and the, and the, or there's not enough people retiring. This is the first year where like people are actually retiring and like finally people will get shots. And I'm not going to name names, but there were some guys that were hanging on there for a couple extra years that really prevented some way better players, way more athletic 100%. from getting a shot. 100%. Look at me on the machine. Yeah, it's fucked. Um, all right. I mean, we just we went off a complete tangent for this bracket. Let's yeah, just, what are we talking about? Or are we doing the speak- whole bracket or just round one? Oh, we could just do round one. Well, yeah, we'll revisit. What's the point? Uh, just give me your final four, though. My final four. My final four. It sucks that we have to choose between Maryland and Virginia. It's fucked. I'm taking Virginia. Like, let's fucking go right now. Virginia, Yale, fuck you, Yale, Cornell, and UPenn. And then my national championship will be. I'm not, I'm not picking Yale. I absolutely refuse. Um, oh, wait, never mind. Yale plays Virginia. Virginia, yeah. Z. And then, yeah, my national championship will be Virginia, and I'll take Cornell. I'll take my big red. All right, so that, there you go. Yeah, there you go. My final four is Virginia, <laughs> uh, Princeton, because I don't know why. I just like I like their colors more than Yale. So that's the type of analysis you get when I have to fucking choose between two Ivy League schools that are both seated when one didn't even make their own tournament. Uh, I'm going to take Georgetown and I'm going to take, I'm going to take Penn. And then my championship is Virginia versus Georgetown. No chance an Ivy League team makes it to the championship this year. And uh, Virginia takes it all. So it's Virginia, Georgetown in the battle of the two best conferences, ACC and Big East. And then that's going to be easily. And then both teams, uh, you know, give a share of the title to Notre Dame and or Duke. Perfect. Dude, we really should have like a field of dreams game between Duke and Notre Dame and just like have them be like make a bullshit trophy and have the winner be the national champion. If we started a GoFundMe for that, I legitimately think we could raise like a hundred thousand dollars. And you and me commentate the game. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like it's a legitimate game. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, like the, the kids would play, wouldn't they? Like in the summer. I don't know. Yeah. If good. Dude, two teams that that feel wronged. Come on. Yeah. Why I would have flown out in a heartbeat for the post game championship. Yeah. Me too. All right. Uh, uh, mailbag. Yeah, let's do the mailbag and then let's revisit the PLL draft. And if there's five picks and we can react and then we can call this shit. Dude, I'm like exhausted from ranting so much about lacrosse. Uh, yeah, I'm gassed. Oh my God, I guess. Yeah. I need some hangover. But then yeah. gonna... <laughs> to make me feel my best self with five natural ingredients. All right, mailbag, mailbag, mailbag. We will start with Dan Arestia, the good friend of the program. Who should Notre Dame add to their schedule? I mean, Marquette early in the year because they're close. Detroit Mercy, Cleveland State. Like, how many teams do we have to shit kick to make sure that our RPI doesn't suck balls? And the yeah, worst but- part is, is Notre Dame pulled a Duke this year where we were absolutely like, okay, we lost three to three really good teams. And then that ended up having a huge impact. So I think we have to go back to scheduling like safe dusters. Like we're going to go beat the fuck out of Michigan instead of scheduling Ohio state. Like, so I think we immediately get Michigan back on the roster. And I think we add Cleveland state in addition to Detroit mercy. 
And I think we have like one game against a Maryland or one game against, you know, like maybe the, maybe it becomes the, you know, Notre Dame versus Harvard, Jerry Byrne connection. I was going to say they should add an Ivy league team. Yeah. So bunch of patsies and then, uh, and then Harvard is, is what I think. What do you think? Yeah, that's good. I, I like Harvard. I was just, I was going to say adding any Ivy league team would probably benefit them. I think Notre Dame Cornell could be a cool, like five years of the team's playing. I think uh, Notre Dame Harvard would obviously be cool. I was thinking Brown could be cool too. Um, just probably because of Larkin, but uh, yeah, I think adding an Ivy is a must do for, for Notre Dame. And let me tell you, every time we play an Ivy League until I die, I'm going to make that like, you know how Larkin always goes on like the, oh, I'm filming and I'm preparing and everything like that, even though I think he just like uploads it to the cloud to feel good. <laughs> That's what I'm going to start doing. So Larkin, get ready for your bit stolen, which speaking of in the mailbag, Larkin Kemp goes, why didn't you let Evan and Nick yell at clouds at Larkin on camera versus in our group chat? Larkin, if you have to ask to be on the podcast a hundred times in a row, then you don't deserve to be on. If you ask to be on the podcast, you are not going to be on. It's that simple. It's a privilege, not a right. Do you have any comments for Larkin? No. Roll who's. Roll who's. <laughs> comment. Okay. Why not have two first round games? Oh, this is from Jarrett Bromwell. What's up, Jarrett? Why not have two first round games? What does it hurt? This adds two more teams to the bracket, Duke and Notre Dame. Going against Yale and Harvard, can't justify the NCAA put students first after what they did to those seniors last night. Couldn't agree more, Jarrett. <laughs> first off, this is the guy that I absolutely buried and ratioed to the fucking moon a couple weeks back. Do you remember that? No. Because he has like, uh, you don't remember me talking about, because he goes <laughs> to Salisbury and I was like, you play lacrosse at Salisbury and like are proud of it. Like it's like you're being a dork or something. And yeah, I don't know. All, all I know is I absolutely buried him. And now I have to say, Hey, great point. So good job. Maybe you're not a complete dork. Like everyone in the world thinks you are. Um, but I don't know, man, would you have wanted to play more playoff games? Well, no. Well, he's saying, why not just add two more first? Like two more play-in games? I guess. I don't know. Maybe I didn't understand his question. Yeah, I don't think he understood his question. I think he's saying, like, another – I guess someone would need to get a bye then. I don't know, Jared. Maybe you're not as smart as I thought you were. Yeah, Jared, figure it out. But either but way, if, if you had a smart way to go about it, good good question. Yeah, we agree that seniors were wronged. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. Um, what else? Our mailbag questions suck, by the way. I think this is actually a good one, and I'm willing to answer it, but I have no inside information, honestly. How long do you think Petro stays at Syracuse? <laughs> he seems like a type A person. That's not me, Petro, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> he's the guy with Syracuse's logo. Yeah. No, he's a Brandon Bad Bandish. Brandon Bandish, loyal listener of the pod. He used he's used to being one in control calling the shots. I kind of agree with this. Um, I mean, I would love for Petro to stay and like build the program with Gary, but I could 
I could see him anywhere from like being content and staying to like leaving next year, honestly. Um, hopefully I'm not <laughs> hurting the program from a recruiting perspective, but you should be going for Gary uh, anyway. So roll cues, but that's my take. I think I like, I wouldn't be surprised if he's left and he honestly should get another head coaching job. He's a great guy. So um, I just hope that he finds happiness and whether he's the D coordinator for Syracuse or finds a head coaching job. Good. Here's a decent question. Um, is it blackballed summer, bald boy summer, hangobi summer? Evan, what kind of summer is it? I know hot girl summer was still kind of the big thing that that bit's worn out, but uh, what do you personally think this summer is going to be? I'm actually pumped for this summer. I don't know about any of the, I guess it would be a hangobi summer because I'm going to have a fun summer, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty excited because I don't have too many plans, but I have just enough plans to, like, get pumped up for. But I'm not, like, doing something every weekend, if that makes sense. So I'd say it'll be a hang OB summer for how chill and fun it's going to be. What about you? I'm going to uh, I'm going to say it's a hang OB summer. I really think it's going to be a skinny fat summer. Um Ooh. I think I'm going to really find that balance between working out just enough to really send it and sending it hard enough to be like, fuck, I, I really got to get in the gym. This is getting out of control. Um, I'm starting to find that balance right now. So I think I'm peaking at the right time because um, my stupid little hill sprints that I do just to get the heart rate up. Uh, I recently added an additional 20 minute jog and I found like a good little uphill thing and I'm doing abs and push-ups. So like my, 30 minute workout is starting to go to like an hour, hour and 15 full body. I'm really feeling it. Uh, I've been eating healthier now. Granted I've making, you know, I'm getting some calories, but I'm finding that balance skinny fat summer uh, sponsored by hang Obi, I think is really what it comes down to. There we go. Um, this is a good one, dude. If you could play lacrosse and we'll just say college. If you could play lacrosse at any school, in college, what would it be? Don't say Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah, no, we, I mean, come on. I mean, I'll, I'll give two answers. The, the first one would be Duke. That's the team that I always wanted to play. No, for. no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Any school, like, like LSU can have a program. A D1 program. Jesus. Um... Liberty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> BYU. <laughs> Honestly, and, and we're assuming they're good and they're competing and there's like, yeah, yeah. Shit. Yeah. They're, um, they're, it's the Ivy League. Yeah. Fuck. Dude, this is a good answer because, or this is a good question because there's like so much. I know. Now. I'll give my answer because I have it on my, on the tip of my tongue. I am between two schools. I'm going to. I have two as well. I'm going to say UT because I think, yeah, one, I think the gear would be fucking sick. Two, I think it'd be an incredible college town to go to. Um, and that's probably all I'm going to say about that. But there are other. <laughs> <laughs> nice save, nice save. Uh, but yeah, I'd probably say that. I also think going to USC would be really cool. I feel like going to college in LA would be sick. I don't think I could ever live there, but yeah. I always like, I'd love to like live there for three months and like be like be there. So I feel like for, you know, 
whatever, however many months it is uh, out of the four years um, would be really cool and kind of have the similarities to um, UT. But definitely, it does definitely does give you the vibes of like a party school. Um, but I think it would still be a, a pretty good time and, and cool in its own way. So I'll say UT 1A, USC 1B. I, dude, I think my number one will be Clemson. I, I think it's A, when we – I'm using a lot of this, like when we went and played there, football, sick brag. A, I had never seen hotter girls, sorry. B, like just how invested all of these students were in sports was fucking bananas. Like they're – I'll watch like some of their women's soccer highlights that pop up on Twitter, and there's like packed stands. So you know the atmosphere would be nuts. And when we played them, there was a legit hurricane going on, and it was packed for all four quarters. So like I feel like some schools kind of have fair weather fan bases. Like if you go to UCLA, people will be like, ah, it's just – it's nice outside, so I'm not going to the lacrosse game. I feel like at Clemson, that's like the event, and that would be sick. So yeah. Clemson won. Um, number two, honestly, like Oregon would be fucking unreal. My sisters live in Oregon now, and it's just like a beautiful place in general. You kind of get a little flavor of everything. You get all four seasons. Um, you know, their facilities would be a joke. The gear obviously would be sick. And I just really like Oregon in general. And my – Stupid answer that's completely Homer would be like, if we could figure out a way to get like Boise State to, you know, put the big upset against Duke in the final four, like their football team did. Uh, I'm obviously incredibly biased towards Boise. That's a good question because I, I was thinking of like literally 15 different schools. LSU, yeah, no, that's, Smith, that's the question of the night. I got to yeah. shout this person. Elliot Smith. We said high school at first, but then he said same question, but college. So I kind of changed it. But yeah, great question. Um, and this whole time you were answering, uh, I was scrolling for other questions, but they're all pretty shitty. Um, so draft <laughs> stuff. We, we now have the number four, five, and six picks. All right. So wh where can I look at this? By the way, like, I know we rip, or at least I do, I do rip on the PLL like a good amount. And sometimes it's unwarranted and sometimes it's warrant, very warranted in my opinion and sometimes it's just like you know a bit so i'll give them a harder time they did not promote this well at all i had no fucking idea this was today until sound guy said it so like what the fuck um so i mean like i feel like that's a pretty easy thing to promote but i didn't see anything about it that's i mean i saw a bunch of stuff really maybe i was just dicking around and like people are talking about it in the office and i work for a maybe they're blocking me maybe they're blocking me for yeah that. blackballed but i will say the set looks unbelievable like as long as we're not trashing anyone it's a good looking set there's no other way to say it i didn't see the set because i haven't seen anything about it i that would be so funny if they blocked you i really would love that um, number four pick, the Archers get Matt Moore. Good luck fitting in with that offense. Um, hope you like popping champagne after midweek games, all that stuff. Number five, Kobe Smith from Towson goes to the Atlas. That's that poll that's kind of nasty. Yeah, kind of a head scratcher. I thought they were going to get Nakai, and maybe that's just because I follow Diggs, but yeah, I mean. I don't know. Do they need help at LSM? Who are their LSMs? Don't they have Connors or is he on the Archers? 
I don't know enough about the PLL to analyze the draft, but yeah, we, I would need to be looking at it. This is just hot takes when we don't really know the, the rest. Yeah. Now that I think about it. I can't name the Atlas poll. So I guess it was a good pick. I mean, he's going to score a fucking ton of goals. What was, uh, actually, I'm, I'm actually looking that up. He's going to score a ton of goals. Like you can definitely fill the nut up. I feel like the PLL is so interesting where like you should have a poll who can lock someone up, but then a poll who can like, like run in transition and then just like supplement the two guys. This is uh, yeah. So they're, they're close. The is Tucker Durkin, Andrew Newbolt, Pafani, Rex road and Van Raphorst. They got Danny Logan, Jake Richard, Peter Durth. Where are their LSMs? Good pick. Yeah, fuck it. I like it. Um, and, dude, hey, Syracuse alert, number six, the chaos get Brett Kennedy. I honestly – I think he really fits, like, a pro game because he plays, like, such an asshole. Um, like, he – I've, he just like runs around like a madman, um, throws hard checks. Like I feel like he's going to be and is good off the ground. So I feel like he's like a prototypical pro player. Um, I'm a little surprised that he went at six. No offense to Brett, but let's fucking go, I guess. Also, here's, hey, here's dude, we're going to be teammates in like a week. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Here's two. Here's bullshit. Uh, the seven and eight picks are both short stick D middies. Um, the whip snakes get that kid from Maryland, Roman Pugilacy, and then the chaos get Zach Geddes from Georgetown. Did you pronounce his name like that? Pugilacy. I've been saying it, yeah, and I I'm not deviating. It's Pugilacy. Okay, just checking. Oh, and that's not even close to being right, but I don't care. Yeah, Puglisi. Pugilacy. Gettys from Georgetown. Um, I I really wouldn't like a shift to making short stick D midi an important position. But that being said, um, I will take credit for every game the Redwoods win ever for you know putting in the short stick D midi mentality. I don't know. I don't. It's as soon as I realize it's not like the big attack names. I'm like, oh, short stick D midi. What's your reaction, Evan? He's going to play short stick D midi. Like what the fuck are we talking about? Like, I think it's, it's plenty important, but like, isn't your job to like slide and recover? Yeah. You're not expected to be that good on ball. Like what, why are you drafting that guy? It's get a midi. (laughs) That's kind of what I'm thinking. And like, get a midi that's athletic that you can make a, a D midi. Right. Go out and get toasted Brendan Curry. Why wouldn't you just get Brendan Curry and make him play defense half the time? That's exactly what I'm thinking. Dude, the what Seals the just made the move to have Trey LeClaire start on defense and then push transition. And I think that might be like the best move they've done all season. Or why wouldn't you like, yeah, why not draft Asher Nolting or something and just have him fucking invert like once a game? Who gives a fuck? Better than drafting a D midi at seven. Holy shit. I'm not, I'm not with the picks. Congratulations, but what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, that's that's exactly <laughs> again. They're drafted fucking T Middies in the first round. You could have gotten that kid at fucking. Could you not have gotten that kid in the in the third round? Who knows? Maybe there's a big premium on short stick T Middies because the no fall coach off? wants to convert. How big's the fall off? Come on. <sighs> what are you doing, guys? Dude, I'm exhausted after yelling the first half yeah, of the episodes. I thought this was a pretty uh, pretty good episode, though. I, I was seeing red for a while. 
So did I. Well, that's it for us. Uh, actually, I'm going to announce our next guest for next week because um, I'm still really excited about it. And we've kind of been kicking the can, but it's going to be uh, right, beef week next week where we're going to have players from South Carolina and Clemson on. Um, and honestly, I hope that MCLA, you know, we know Clemson's team is kind of off their rocker. They're wrapping up the national championships and, you know, hopefully maybe we just become a panel where if you're mad at each other, you can come in and fucking scream. Cause I, I feel better about myself after yelling. I feel great after that. Yeah. And I'm going to sleep do, like a baby. I do need to, um, shout out the Lake Travis Cavaliers. I think it is. If I fuck that up, I'm sorry, boys, but, um, Lake Travis in Texas, I think it's Austin, Texas. Yeah, it's Austin, Texas. That's close enough. Yeah, no, it is Austin, Texas. Derek DeJoe, my former teammate, and Nick Weston, my former teammate, are first-year coaches there, and they just won the Texas High School State Championship. You'll remember when we had Diggs on, we were making fun of them for their free game outfits, and then yep. Diggs did their helmets too. Well, they fought back, and they won the national championship, so our national championship, state championship, so – I'm shouting them out on their uh, redemption tour. So congrats, boys. Good. Good job, fellas. And then, uh, fuck, I had someone else to shout out. but I, Oh, what's the deal with um, Landis? Is he playing? No idea. That that was a shock. Uh, texted him, didn't get back. So I'll um, – actually, let's – we'll text the group chat. And if Glaze doesn't answer – Glaze is going to answer a heartbeat. He's been on his phone the entire <laughs> yeah. time. He's like on his phone. He's better service than me. What's the deal with Landis need to know ASAP? Um, but yeah, I, I FaceTimed Landis a couple months ago when I was out at Merrimack and he was like, yeah, I'm in Germany. I'm stationed in Germany. And I was like, it's fucking badass. You're a Navy SEAL. Um, you're ripped. <laughs> And I'm sure you're having a great time. I'm borderline blacked out at a Merrimack College tailgate. So we are not the same. And then I made a joke about how the real bravery is, you know, and the real SEALs are playing lacrosse and in the broadcast booth. And it actually landed. It, he was like laughing his ass off. So I still got that it. That is a good joke. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I guess we'll end on a cliffhanger and we can figure out what happened to him next week. All right, that is all, Evan. Good shit today. Way to way to hang in there. I'll uh, I'll see you next. Let's week. go. Thank you to nobody, and especially no thank you to the playoff committee selection chair team. Unbelievable tragedy. Thank you very much for tuning in. We always appreciate it. Go buy a hangomi. Use promo code postgame thirty for thirty percent off your order, and we will see you next week. <laughs>